0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: hello my loves and welcome back to your favorite podcast with me your host mrs ellie swift i hope you are all having an amazing day today i'm so grateful you're here guys this is our safe space to delve into all things life learnings there may be from spirituality grief motherhood friendships love the list goes on i am here to be your friend through what can be the very up and down journey that is growing and of course glowing into the very best version of who you truly are everybody today's episode is a very special episode because it's a little bit of a personal update she is off to give birth she's off to welcome baby number two into the world and I am actually pre-recording this so the time that you're listening to this I will either have given birth or I will be very, very close to it. My plan with growing and glowing and kind of like taking a bit of time off or maternity leave is that, to be honest with you, I know some of you are probably going to shout at me, but I really don't want to. Like, obviously, I'm going to be kind to myself and allow myself whatever space I, I need at the time. But I just love growing and glowing so, so much. For me, it's honestly like the deepest connection I've ever had to any of you and I just feel like we're all just such a close-knit bunch of besties over here and it's like therapy for me with you guys it's like we all gather in a room and talk about our problems and how we're going to make the world a better place and I don't know how how many weeks I can actually go without that like I said I'm gonna be kind to myself and you never know newborn life paired with toddler life slash mum of two life might whisk me off my feet a little bit and we might have a little bit of a break but this is the official last episode see when I see you just a little bit of a goodbye but hopefully for not long whatsoever so yeah as I record this I am currently almost 39 weeks um I have been having a few Braxton Hicks I really have felt like my body has been like basically ready to go into labor now for I'm probably gonna say maybe about a week I started getting pretty bad pregnancy insomnia about a week ago like from from literally like 1am until 5am I was just stood in the baby's nursery for about four nights straight but I it's just the most bizarre thing I never had that at the end of my pregnancy was saying I also have literally like the sorest hips I'm walking around like I genuinely need crutches like Connor literally had to pretty much drag slash carry me to the kitchen from the living room last night because I just had like such bad cramp in my leg and my hip was just in agony and it was like (laughs) babe I don't know how supple this this old bod of mine is actually gonna be you know if I want another baby if I want another two babies however many we're gonna be blessed with having whatever this life path of motherhood this journey of bringing beautiful children into the world is going to be for me however many souls that means um I don't know how supple this old body's is gonna be dealing with it babe number two and she's struggling but that's just the glam life of pregnancy What else has been going on? I have had days where I've just felt really, really hungry. I've had days where I feel really, really exhausted. Loads of you guys over on my Instagram have said that you feel like my bump looks like it's really dropped, and I would agree with you. I feel like he is so low in the pelvis. He's like, I just feel like he's ready. And actually, one thing that I've been feeling, which I haven't really said anywhere else, but you guys know grown and glowing is like where i feel like my most comfortable to just be really open about my connection to spirituality and um my kind of like visions that i have in meditation and things i have just finished reading the most wonderful wonderful book um called spirit babies which is by an author called hang on i did write it down for you guys walter mackie and it's a really fantastic book this is actually part of my highlight reel that i was going to go into but we can do that in a bit but the universe is telling me to tell you about this right now so maybe someone's going to log off the episode in five minutes and not hear about this but they needed to hear about this right now so here's your sign babe spirit babies is a really really good book for parents that are into spirituality manifesting mamas manifesting dads um anybody that's just kind of like into spirituality and also into parenthood I I would honestly say and I won't go into too much detail of like what the book encounters but it's basically like how to connect with your unborn child um like a, a spiritual approach to kind of working through blockages maybe Uh, stinting like fertility and lots and lots of very spiritual stuff like that and there are a few meditations in there of connecting to your unborn children that are kind of floating around in the spirit baby realm and I did one of the meditations and really connected to this baby in my womb and I just had this like unbelievable overwhelming feeling that he is just really excited to be here in this lifetime with Saint and it actually made me really a really emotional like I I kind of almost feel like him and Saint we don't have a name for the baby yet we're waiting until he's born I wish I could like say a name for him but we don't have one at the moment but I feel like the baby and Saint are just like thick as thieves and their bond in this lifetime is supposed to like rock worlds like I just I just believe that they were both sent to be here at the same time and to be brothers with this close of an age gap, two under two, for a reason. Um, And I almost kind of feel like that about baby number three as well. But obviously, I I connected more so to, to the baby in my womb at the moment. And it was just really, really magical. And I just feel like he's really excited to be here. And I remember when I did actually say this in my pregnancy Q&A video on YouTube, which like I said, I don't really like delve into spirituality stuff much over, on much over there because I don't know, I should, I should, right? Like look at me holding myself back, I should, it's like me, I am who I am, okay? I'm a spiritual queen and you know what? I love myself for it, babe, okay? You can call me crazy, you can call me whatever you like, babe, you can say I'm off my rocker, but... I just think whatever makes me happy I'm gonna I'm gonna go along with but I did actually mention on my pregnancy Q&A when I first announced that I was pregnant that Connor and I were trying for this baby literally for one month we were incredibly blessed very 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 lucky but we were going to wait to start trying until after we had got married we got married in the August and we had always said that we were going to start trying around like kind of September October time into the winter months and just kind of see what happened but when it got to like june july i just so just before saint's first birthday i remember saying to connor i really really think this next baby of ours is like knocking on the door about to bust it down wanting to come through right now and connor was you know Connor bless him he's always you guys know Connor. he's so like kind and gentle with me <laughs> he's like sure okay like fair enough but he also kind of thought that because we were so lucky to get pregnant really quickly with saint he was like oh you know i just don't know if it's going to happen that quickly again like don't get your hopes up kind of thing and i was like no no i i just feel as if the baby is there it kind of in my aura ready and waiting to be invited in to our family and we got pregnant on that first month and so it just kind of reiterates my feeling of that he is ready to come into the world and I know this has been a very very long-winded like this is not even the tangent I wanted to go down but you guys know me mrs side story times 500 um anyway I wanted to do a little bit of a personal update in today's episode just about the birth and my preferences and the plan and things like that and also I wanted to touch on things I'm going to be doing differently this time around as a mum that has had experience now with my first baby you guys know over here on growing and glowing we talk about the ups and the downs we get very deep and there is certainly a lot of growth that happens when you become a mum and so although i wanted this to be a personal update of course because i do want to get more personal over here rather than just like big chunky heavy topics um i did i did want to still of course add A few little nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that I've built up through my life experience through my experience of already having a baby hopefully to help any other mums out there any brand new mums whether you're a brand new mum in itself and you've never had a baby and you're expecting your first or you are on a very similar journey to me where you're about to welcome your second into the world um I just thought it would be fun to share a few things I'm choosing to do differently this time around with number two now being in a very different place actually mentally um spiritually i i'm really reflecting on these last couple of weeks of pregnancy that i had with saint and my birth with saint and through therapy and through meditation and just kind of through reflection in general i really have Started to actually understand and recognize how different what a different space I'm in in these final weeks with this baby compared to the final weeks I was in with Saint. So, we're going to get into it today, but first of all, let's start with our affirmation. Now, I wanted this affirmation to be open to everybody rather than just pregnant mamas. We're going to put our hand over our heart and we're going to take a deep breath in today, and we're going to let our shoulders loose and we're going to do a deep breath in one, two, three. And release just really soak this affirmation in it's a really nice easy one the universe supports me in everything i do the universe supports me in everything i do and i chose that affirmation today because whether we are tapping into a new beginning a new chapter a new era in life like I am about to with birthing a second baby or whether you are looking to start something new or you're just happy with your life and you want to maintain that that high vibe that you're currently on just remember the universe is always supporting you everything is always flowing to you in abundance sometimes it's just about remembering to let it in but just know you're supported you're loved you're worthy of happiness you're worthy of of great experiences of, of great growth and great happiness you're worthy of that and the universe is supporting you in exactly what you're doing right now you are exactly where you're meant to be and you needed to hear that today so well done you I'm really really proud of you and then just a little touch on a highlight reel of course I've already mentioned the amazing book Spirit Babies but honestly I absolutely just adored that book like it was such a great I'm so into that stuff it was such a great eye-opening just read I absolutely loved it but my second thing on my highlight reel is actually very different it's nothing to do with birth um or like being pregnant or anything it's actually a perfume from Zara that I just needed to shout from the rooftops about guys today rose gourmand I believe is how you
0: pronounce it by Zara. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh! Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on
0: linkedin.com slash people today.
1: Breathtaking. Literally one of the nicest perfume scents I have ever smelt. And I am like, I'm like associating that now. Like I'm literally labeling it as this season in my life, like, that is my scent, you know, when you, like, smell a perfume, and you're like, oh, yeah, that reminds, like, I've got one for my wedding day, I've got one for my, uh, day that Connor proposed to me, I've got, what, like, even Joe Malone Tonka reminds me of, like, Christmas 2020, like, just random stuff like that, doesn't scent and smell, like, trigger, like, a certain part of your brain, and it, like, so much information is held in that part of your brain, and, like, smell, smell and music, I think, are, like, the two things that, can trigger memories that you feel like you've lost forever isn't that a thing I don't know anyway rose gourmand oh um, it's just absolutely dreamy and actually while we're on perfume talk I bought the this is a very bougie thing I bought the baby bulgari perfume and it's it's like it's baby perfume It, it you're not supposed to spray it on their skin until they're older like I think until they're at least three but I've been misting it just kind of, like, in his room, and over his blankets, and just, like, when I packed his hospital bag, I've kind of just, like, misted it over the bag, and it's just a real. it's literally, do you know when people say, I wish I could bottle up the newborn scent in a bottle, and, like, keep it forever, because newborn smell is just, oh my god, it's, I'm, I'm I literally can't wait, you can catch me over here, when I've given birth, inhaling my baby, because, oh, I just love the newborn scent so much, and the baby Bulgari perfume is literally like that in a bottle, it's just gorgeous, it's like talcum, oh, it's just beautiful, beautiful, so, they're my two other things on my highlight reel, so, so random, but do you know what, I always say with the highlight reel, I'm gonna choose things that are lifting my vibe at the moment, and that I believe will lift everybody else's vibe at the moment, sometimes babe a good smell is all it takes and then also actually on that note not to make the highlight reel super long like we always usually do but um the third thing on my list which is kind of heading back into birthing baby territory is um actually essential oils i have bought the neil's yard lavender essential oil to put into my oil diffuser as I go into labor hopefully we're going to get into my birth plan and things like that in today's episode but I'm really hoping to be able to labor as long as possible at home this time I didn't have that at all last time as I was induced again we will get into it very shortly but this time I've bought like a few really nice essential oils to put in my diffuser and I've also bought a really really beautiful um meditation eye pillow if you guys don't know what meditation eye pillows are and you love this podcast go and have a look at them because I feel like they'd be right up your street they're basically just like a, a lavender filled little pillow that you place over your eyes it's like a it's like a sleep mask almost and it's oh it's just gorgeous so I've bought that for labor and, and birthing as well um and just slash relaxing in these last few days slash couple of weeks of pregnancy anyway, so that is my highlight reel, now getting into the chunk of today's topic, which is things I'm doing differently this time around with my second baby, so I feel like let's rewind a little bit to give you a a bit of backstory, so Saint is 21 months now, he's going to be two in July, and Although it feels like yesterday that I gave birth to him, it also feels like a a total lifetime ago, honestly, because like I said, I feel like I'm just in such a different place mentally, spiritually than, than I am now compared to when I gave birth to Saint. So when I gave birth to Saint, um, I have to say I was incredibly excited, like from literally about 35 weeks plus, I was genuinely sat around twiddling my thumbs, waiting for my son to enter the world, like, I, I could not, for the life of me, put out these thoughts of birth, having my son in the world, um, being a mum, I, like, I just was so ready and so excited, and I just really, 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 really wanted to go into labour, and, oh I just, I can't even explain, I was so impatient, I'm a very impulsive person anyway, so when I have something kind of take over my mind, I find it actually really hard to like focus on much else and yeah, motherhood and birth and like having a baby was just so preoccupying my every single thought last time around. So Sane ended up measuring on the 94th centile I think, now if you guys don't know about any of that you've not been pregnant you don't really know about baby measurements and stuff that basically means that saint was bigger than 94 percent of babies for his age of gestation and i think that started from when he was around like i was around maybe like 30 weeks pregnant but i we had a growth scan at around 38 weeks and he was still measuring on the 94th centile and they offered for me to be induced because they were worried that he was going to be too big for me to be able to push him out and it was going to be a, all a bit of a chaotic birth and when they offered for me to be induced i had no idea really about induction um i had i'd had a couple of friends that had been induced with their babies and things had kind of been fine and i didn't really do any research into it and honestly i felt like i won a golden medal because it was like it was feeding this impulsive side to me that was like you're going to be induced we're going to get this baby out of you and this is the day it's going to happen and it's like actually coming to an end like your pregnancy is actually coming to an end which at the point it didn't feel like it was like it felt like it was such a long long time that i was pregnant so i jumped for joy felt like i'd won a golden medal when they said they wanted to induce me i was like absolutely bloody lutely went rushed home packed my bag up was like ready to go sat around waiting for a couple of weeks for this phone call got called in, was in the hospital for a f- about three or four days, I think, before Saint was actually born, Um, the induction process was long, I look back and feel as though with my mother's intuition now and my growth as a parent now, I absolutely hold no judgment for myself whatsoever, I only hold compassion, but I... Look back in hindsight and think it was obvious that Sane wasn't ready to come out. And I say that because I I look at how my body is feeling at this point in pregnancy now, and I never felt at the end of my pregnancy with saying how I feel now at this point. Like my body is very, very clearly about to go into labour. I feel it in my bones there's lots of different symptoms going on with me right now, I never really had that with Saint, I truly feel like I would have gone really overdue with Saint, and probably maybe ended up having to be induced or have a cesarean in the end anyway with Saint, um, my body just didn't really seem like it was like prepared at all to be honest to give birth, at, like at 40 weeks, Saint was born uh 30, 39 plus 5, so he was born two days before his due date, and there are a few complications with his birth. He didn't breathe for the first 12 minutes of his life. His heart rate and oxygen levels were really really dipping as I was in labor. Um and I'm not saying that that's anything to do with the induction, but just looking back, my plan this time is just to really focus on the the fact that I need to trust my body that it knows what To
0: do,
1: my body knows what to do. My body has built this baby. My body has conceived this baby. My baby, my body has carried me through life. My body will know what to do when it needs to go into labor and the baby is ready. And I trust myself a lot more. I think looking back at my choice to be induced and like how much joy that brought me, and I'm not speaking like I said. I really don't want this to come across as like. I'm speaking in in general bad about inductions or about any sort of medical interference at all because you guys know me, I am literally live your best life, choose your own happiness, whatever makes you feel good, absolutely do it. I'm just speaking in, um, in relativeness to, to my experience. I think I was so happy when they told me I was going to be induced because it was like I had a, a bit of a fear, a bit of a thing about, self-belief it was like I didn't believe I could do it or I could do it justice or I could do it properly or I could do my son right and when they said that I could be induced it was almost this this thing speaking to my primitive brain my subconscious that was like we're gonna take all the pressure off of you and we're gonna make sure it gets done don't worry you just turn up and it'll it'll be fine but we'll do it all for you and it was like okay great because then that means that nothing can go wrong things ended up not going wrong as such but like I said Saint struggled to breathe which was a really scary moment um yeah things things happened so things didn't exactly go to plan but it was almost like when I was told I was going to be induced that the pressure was taken off of me whereas this time I'm I have so much more love for myself I have so much more belief about what I can do in this life and just more assurance like I'm the parent like I was looking for the parent last time does that make sense I was looking for the authoritative figure in my life to take away the responsibility from me in case I messed up in any way but this time it's like I'm fully prepared and responsible and willing to turn up as the parent as the authoritative figure as the responsibility in birthing this child um so my plan with my birth this time obviously births can go any way up and down round and round left right like you sometimes this baby has a plan of how it's going to come out and we just have to surrender honestly like you're not prepared for life unless you actually are prepared for things to just change in the second of a heartbeat like we are only ever really in control of our mindset and and the joy that we can choose to tap into every second but external circumstances we just don't have control over we only have control over how we choose to respond so when I sit here and say my birth plan is this my birth preferences are this I'm fully aware that things could change and I'm really not holding much much pressure on things going the way that I would love them to go, but everybody has a birth plan and I just thought it would be worth sharing mine with you. So in an idealistic world, what would happen is I would go into labour at home, my waters would break at home, I'd start contracting at home, I would spend a lot of time in labour being around Saint, being around Connor, really having the oxytocin kind of flooding my system, lots of cuddles with Saint, bouncing away on my birthing ball, having my lavender oil going in my oil diffuser, doing my hypnobirthing, breathing, reading books, watching films. Obviously, like, you just don't know how it's gonna go. But then going into hospital when I feel like I need to go into hospital, whether that's early on in labour or later on in labour, and pulling the baby out honestly I don't have any preferences when it comes to pain relief um I had the epidural last time and I'm just totally happy to kind of like go with the flow and that's kind of really my my preferences with birth but like I said you just don't know what's going to happen I'm manifesting that that is my ideal world of of how this baby's going to come in to our life but like I said external circumstances sometimes we just can't control so I'm releasing any expectation and any judgment that I would have about how I want it to go and I'm really just surrendering to what will be will be and I'm choosing to tap into the love and the happiness that can surround that situation regardless of how my birth goes regardless of how my birth goes my baby will be happy and healthy and we have been incredibly blessed to be gifted another beautiful baby in this lifetime so as long as he gets here safely that is all that matters so that's already one thing I'm doing differently. It's really my attitude towards giving birth. And um I feel like that's not really something that you just change like when you have another baby. That's taken almost 2 years of a lot of work on myself and a lot of work in therapy and a lot of realization and a lot of growth. Um and I don't think I would have come to that realization had I had I not spent the first nearly 2 years of parenthood reflecting on the lessons that I needed to learn in my life and I thank god for my beautiful children because without them I I probably wouldn't have done the work as much as I would have now so that's thing number one is kind of like my, my mental attitude towards birth and really just surrendering to the fact that I trust myself I believe in myself I'm safe I'm good enough to do this I am enough and my body is capable I'm capable I'm strong you know, so that's, that's number one. Number two, I've done hypnobirthing this time. I did attempt hypnobirthing at the start of my pregnancy with Saint, before I knew I was going to be induced, before I knew he was measuring on the, on the 94th centaur and things like that. When I kind of got to around halfway with Saint and I started to think about the fact that I was going to be pushing that baby out or getting the baby out somehow, um, I did a little bit of hypnobirthing. However, in my first, pregnancy I felt really pushed away from it because I felt like I was surrounded by the just weight mums and if you are a just weight mum can we be a just weight mum that says just wait until you love them more than anything you've ever known in your whole life just wait until you have the most wonderful magical experience of welcoming this baby into the world the worst thing we can do to a pregnant woman is reflect our own horror stories onto her as if it's her own experience and let her soak that in as as if that's what's going to happen to her because when you're pregnant when you're giving birth when you're giving birth your aura actually expands out to the whole room You are so susceptible to people's energies, to things that are going on around you. That's why it's so important that your birthing partner is really like such a strong person in your life that is prepared to show up for you and protect you because really your birthing partner, it's their job to protect you from the energy that is going on externally in the room because your aura, your energy is just so magnified at that point. It's such a spiritual process. And actually sometimes in my visualizations around giving birth and times I've done um, EFT tapping and like been in like more, not therapy sessions as in like my typical therapy sessions I have every week, but like my more spiritual holistic um, practices and things like that. There's been a lot of times that Connor has actually turned, obviously Connor is my husband, Connor is my choice of birthing partner there's been a lot of times in those situations where Connor has actually turned up in my mind as like a black panther who's kind of just like on the outskirts of the room always having my back watching everybody else in the room to see what their energy is like and if I need to be protected and that is exactly what your birthing partner should be for you your birthing partner should be the person that has your best interests at heart and is ready to show up for you um anyway that was a huge huge digression we were speaking about hypnobirthing so I felt like I was surrounded by all of these just weight mums that were just honestly projecting such fear onto me about their experience because they didn't have the best experience with pregnancy or birth or whatever and it made me feel like obviously we're all told giving birth is the hardest thing in the world you're ever going to do it's the most it's the most pain physically you're ever going to endure um, and I just had all of this kind of like really negative um, feedback in my ear that it almost made the hypnobirthing, and you guys know how spiritual I am, you know how much I tap into that side of myself, um, it even made me feel like hypnobirthing just was not a sustainable way of being able to breathe the baby into the world, like I just didn't believe it because I I had so much fear um, projected onto me from other mums that it almost made hypnobirthing just seem pointless because it was like, if it's that painful, of course I'm going to need an epidural. If it's that painful, I'm not going to be able to just breathe. Like I'm going to need help. Um, and it almost just, yeah, made the hypnobirthing just seem a little bit like, why would I waste my time doing that? Whereas this time again, I think it comes with the self-belief and a lot more of Maybe just experience from last time, maybe just experience of stepping into being the parent and the responsible one in my life. But I have really made a huge return to hypnobirthing and I absolutely adore it. And like I said, you just don't know how things are going to go. But it is absolutely my plan to tap into my hypnobirthing as I'm in labour and really allowing the breath to just relax my body and. It's just, again, it goes with my belief that my body knows what to do and I trust my body for that. So hypnobirthing is another thing that I am really um, excited to do this time around that I didn't really do last time. Number three, something else that I'm doing differently this time with my labour birth postpartum situation with baby number two is really being able to surrender to requesting more help and support in the hospital or from midwives or just from external help honestly things like with breastfeeding um I remember when I first gave birth to Saint and we were nearly discharged from the hospital it was like I actually I actually don't know how to swaddle my baby and I asked how to swaddle him, and that was like a huge help. But I I didn't ask as many questions as I wish I had done. And this time around, I'm just going to have absolutely no shame. And it's the same with like, you know, ringing the doctors. Saint had really bad uh, reflux when he was a baby, and I kind of felt a lot of like, oh, what if I'm just building up in my head? And what if it's just because I'm a brand new mum and I don't know what I'm doing? No, 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 no. Whether you're a brand new mum by an hour or by a week or you're a five times mum you have mother intuition you know instinctively what your baby is trying to tell you and there should be absolutely no silly questions no shame around needing help from professionals and I'm just absolutely going to be stepping into my power as the responsible parent that is there for my baby, whether it means I come across as like this crazy mum that is obsessed with asking 50 questions about, I don't know, his digestive system or feeding or sleeping or whatever. I need help. Hello, I've just grown a baby and given birth to it. I need help. So please can I have that help? And it's just being prepared and comfortable to ask for that help and knowing that I'm worthy of help and really taking that into the, the whole general vibe of my fourth trimester, the fourth trimester is the trimester that people forget about, it's like, yes, we have the first, second, third in pregnancy, and then the fourth trimester just kind of, kind of gets forgotten about, and you're just expected to do all of these things, like bounce back, and have your first outing, and do this, and do that, and it's like, no, the fourth trimester is still such a sacred, special time, it requires just as much gentleness and care and timidness as as the rest of pregnancy does. You've just stepped into a whole new a whole new chapter of your life where it's gonna take a while to figure out your new your new routine, your new way of life, your new flow. So really just surrendering to postpartum. When it comes to everything, when it comes to body image, when it comes to slowing down, when it comes to asking for help, when it comes to slow living, you know, I'm going to hold absolutely no guilt around spending all day in bed or all day on the sofa, if that's what baby needs me to do. I'm incredibly lucky in the position where I have Connor, obviously, to be with my toddler. So... I am privileged in the sense that I really do get to spend so much one on one time with my newborn. But when I gave birth to Sane, it was like I still had this hat on that was like trying to be who I was before I was a mum in terms of my productivity levels and oh my god, like I've just literally sat on the sofa all day and watched Grey's Anatomy. And it's like, babe, yeah, you've got a literally a seven day old baby. Like you can chill okay you're safe to chill and knowing second time around now how quickly that newborn stage really goes like before you know it you genuinely aren't having days in bed anymore before you know it you genuinely are not pulling your hair out over how much sleep you're having or how the baby is suffering with reflux like the newborn stage goes so 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 quickly so I'm just really going to be soaking in every moment and I think why it's easier for me to do that as a second time mum this time is because when it's your first you've never done it you've not had the experience so you don't know for certain that things are going to get better you don't know that it's like you're just thrown in at the deep end um and people can tell you it gets better but it's like you've not actually had that experience for all you know your life is currently you're up every two to three hours feeding the baby you feel like your identity as a as a woman is something you just you just can't connect to her anymore you feel like your your whole routine has been thrown off like just know that it all returns and everything is all going to be okay and life will feel like normal life again, but the newborn stage, even though it has its ups and its downs, and it can be really, really tough and really challenging, it doesn't last forever, and so knowing that as a second-time mum, because I've lived through that experience, is really just allowing me to, to really fully embrace it and step into it, and in that initial postpartum, fourth trimester stage, really allowing myself to be looked after and really allowing myself to be mothered, this whole idea of mothering the mother, this whole idea of it takes a village, I feel like society has really plumbed into us recently that having a village is like this bad thing. When I was heavily pregnant with Saint and had first given birth to Saint, I was I was like that, I was extremely, extremely protective over my newborn, like I can't, I can't even explain it to you, the amount of anxiety I had over anybody else, holding him, feeding him, for a while it went on, like I'm the only person that can do it as good as I can do it, so there's no point in me handing Saint to anybody else, because I know how to do it and that's just me speaking really openly and really candidly on here like that's how I felt I was so protective but the reality is that we are all worthy of love and help you're so deserving of all the help and even if it's not the help of people other people holding the baby or other people feeding the baby you can still allow yourself to be helped, you can still allow yourself to be mothered, you can still allow people to come and clean the house for you, you can still allow people to come and cook a meal for you, to really allow you that one-on-one time with your baby where you're not thinking about the dishes in the sink, or the laundry that needs to be folded, or the groceries that need to be ordered, you're just really embracing that time with you and your baby and I think first time around it was hard for me to accept that, it was like I can just be superwoman and do it all, I can just keep a clean house and I can keep a newborn alive and I can look after myself and I can do this and I can do that and it's like this time I'm really just embracing any help that wants to be offered to me. Everything the baby needs, the mum needs too in that initial fourth trimester stage of life You think about it, the baby needs a consistent feeding schedule, the baby needs eye contact, the baby needs love, the baby needs warmth, protection, a feeling like everything is okay and I'm being taken care of. The mum needs all of that just as much so that she can do that for the baby. There are so many places in this world where the fourth trimester is really all about the mother, it's really about focused rest time, focused rest care with massages, herbal baths, recovery food plans, time in bed, not leaving the house. And we all have a different idea in our head of, of what our dream like postpartum situation looks like to us. But I just think the Western culture, the Western society, we really put so much pressure on snapping back and doing this and leaving the house like I said. And this time I'm just really going to slow down, embrace the help. And soak it all up because even though it feels like such a long time when you're in it you know you really think about the newborn stage and how many times in life you're gonna have to go through that and and be postpartum be in your postpartum era and obviously it depends on how many children you have but for me I know that this second time around it hopefully it won't be my last because I would absolutely love another baby or another two babies but it's one of a very 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 few times in my life so I'm looking at the lessons I learned from last time and I'm applying the teachings of the of them this time because that's what life is all about and not holding any judgment towards our past self for our preferences or how we did it last time only holding compassion and love for our past self forgiving ourself for anything we need to be forgiven for but choosing to just step into this time with so much love for ourselves and so much gentle energy. And really, we can't allow ourselves to be mothered by anybody else unless we step into that energy first ourselves. And then finally, another thing I'm choosing to do, not differently this time, because it's not like I didn't do it last time, but I'm really, really, really going to make an active effort this time in postpartum to just take so many more pictures, so many more videos specifically, I have like no videos of Saint as a brand new newborn and it's one of the things I wish I had, like they change every hour when they're first born, like they change so much, it's like you wake up to a different baby for like the first month every day, they just change their facial features, they grow, they are doing new things, just documenting all of these new little things that they're doing by pictures and videos and even writing it in journals and things like that I actually keep scrapbooks for my children I have done ever since I was pregnant with Saint and I do it for every year of their life so like I've got a pregnancy one for Saint I've got Saint's first year of life I'm now in Saint's second year of life it's all like um, until that birthday so like until they're two that year between one and two is their second year of life and I have like a scrapbook for each year and I've got one for this baby for this baby's pregnancy as well um and at the end of this each scrapbook both Connor and I write a letter to that child and it encompasses everything in that letter from what they have achieved in that year things they loved what we learned as parents in that year how proud of them we are and just Everything, it's just a really, really lovely way to document it. So, although I'm like a huge documenter anyway, and I'm really glad that we've done all of that this time around, I just want to do it even more so because now that Saint is nearly two, it's like, oh my god, where does that time go? And before we know it, that's going to be this baby, and then we're probably going to be out of the baby phase, and then they're going to be teenagers, and then I'm going to be a mum with adult kids who have flown the nest, and I'm going to be like, where's my life gone? So, just really documenting it all, you know. Anyway that is the update gang that's me I'm off to give birth be right back (laughs) I'm off to become a mum of two wish me luck gosh I can't quite believe it I just honestly feel like the most blessed woman in the world I'm so ready for this chapter of life I'm so so beyond excited to meet my new bundle of joy I'm so excited for Saint to step into his big brother's shoes Oh, I just it's just such a such a wonderful wonderful time in life and I'm really really ready for it. So, I just want to say with such an open heart and so much love for you all a huge huge thank you for all of your love and support and well wishes in this pregnancy, the end of this pregnancy as I go into birth. Just thank you for everything. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for listening to growing and glowing. Um, like I said, hopefully it won't be too much of a um, of a break between you and I. but I am just really ready to embrace postpartum again. And I hope that this podcast served you in some way, whether you are a new mum or a manifesting mum or you just needed to hear a few home truths that we had to share today. I love you deeply, I'm very, very grateful for your friendship and I will see you guys ever so soon. Sending you so much love. See you next time.